As we step into the message portion of our service today, I want to remind us that we've been talking about the fact that Jesus rose from the dead and what that means. It means that he is the king who brings life to his people. Well, today we get to hear what that means for the way we live our lives. Obviously, we live in lives of joy because Jesus brought us life, but what does that look like? Jesus is going to tell us in our video for this morning. After Jesus had been raised from the dead, he met with his disciples over the next 40 days. During that time, Jesus told them even more about God's kingdom. Jesus told his 11 disciples to go to a mountain in Galilee. So they did. They saw Jesus there and they worshiped him. But some of the disciples still doubted. Was this really Jesus? Yes. Jesus went up to them and said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Jesus is God the Son. He always had authority, but after Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, God gave him all authority in heaven and on earth. Jesus is the king over all creation, and he rules over God's kingdom. Jesus gave the disciples and everyone who follows him a job to do. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Make disciples of people from every nation. A disciple is a follower. Jesus wants his followers to tell people all over the world how to be rescued from sin and death by trusting in Jesus' death and resurrection. Then those people who believe become disciples of Jesus too. Jesus also said, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. New disciples are cleansed from sin by Jesus' blood. When believers are baptized, they show the world that they have turned away from sin and trusted in Jesus as their Savior. Jesus continued, teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. Disciples who love Jesus will want to obey him. Then Jesus said, remember this, I am always with you until the very end of the age. Jesus came to earth as a baby, lived a perfect life, and died on the cross for our sins. He rose from the dead and invites us into God's family forever. God wants us to know him and to tell others about him too. So Jesus sends us into the world and goes with us. Ultimately, so that we would be able to share Jesus with the people around us. But he doesn't send us by himself. He sends us with himself who has authority over everything. He sends us with this great grace. And so today we're going to walk through the words that Jesus says kind of slowly so that we can see that Jesus doesn't send us alone. He sends us with power, not our power, but his power, and he goes with us. So first we're going to go to that first slide, which is Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. And here Jesus tells us about the authority that he has. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And what does that mean? Well, it means that Jesus died on the cross to forgive our sins. So Jesus has authority over sin. He has authority over all the things we've done wrong. He has authority over all of our broken relationships and all of the brokenness in this world. Jesus 
by his death defeated the power of the devil. So all of those, the devil and all of the forces he has in this world, Jesus has authority over those. Jesus rose from the dead to conquer death. So even death has to submit to Jesus. Jesus has authority even over that. And more than that, all authority in heaven. There are angel armies just waiting for Jesus' command to come to help his people. And all of the authority on earth too. So Jesus is the God, the king over every king, over every president, over every governor, over every mayor, over every principal, teacher, and parent. Jesus has all of the authority, which means one really, really important thing, that I don't have that authority. It belongs to Jesus. And in the middle of saying that I have this authority, Jesus gives us a responsibility. He gives us a job to do. Go, therefore, and make disciples. Now, we'll stay on that slide for a minute. Now, this is important because when Jesus is talking about his authority and our responsibility, he's not just sending us out there to go get it done, but he's going with us. But this is like uh, this Thanksgiving, I had the opportunity to see my little nephew. He's a little younger than my son. He's about 17 months old. After every diaper change, my brother will tell him, Silas, can you be a big helper and take this diaper to the trash? And he does it, right? He takes the diaper, puts it in the trash can. It's amazing. But at the same time, if he were to fail, my brother would not sit there and chew him out for not accomplishing the task, right? And we were in a new environment, and so my brother would go with him. He'd show him the trash can, open it up for him so that he can put it in. Jesus has all authority. He doesn't say the church has the authority. He doesn't say it's your responsibility to make the church in this world grow. No, it's Jesus' responsibility. It's Jesus' authority. And he gives us the opportunity to be a big helper, to participate in what he's doing. It's not like Jesus is sitting up there waiting to come back and tell us how we did things wrong, but he's walking with us every step of the way. So Jesus has the authority, I don't. Now, we'll get into what he's doing. Let's go back a slide. We'll talk about what it means when Jesus says, go and make disciples. He says, go make disciples in all nations by baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. So I'm going to tell you guys a story this morning. This is the story of Freddy and the Yellow Pants. Okay, so there was this guy, we'll call him Freddy. His name was actually Frederick Winnikin. Uh, he was a pastor up in northern Indiana, and he had these awesome yellow leather pants. But what was important about Freddie's life is that in northern Indiana, he was actually the only pastor. This is when this was the frontier. There were no hotels, there were no churches, and there were people who weren't baptized and who weren't growing up to know Jesus. And Freddie heard about that, and he heard Jesus' command, and he went and did something about it. So he would go, he would travel for six to eight months a year in northern Indiana, going from place to place, telling people about Jesus, baptizing people, and making sure that they knew how to teach their children about who Jesus was. Now, if you know northern Indiana, it is cold, 
It is rainy, there is snow. So it was really important for Freddie to have some yellow pants. Now these, these yellow pants were made of leather so they would keep the elements out. Freddie went through plenty of pairs of pants before then. But this guy saw him walking through the streets with his pants in tatters and gave him these yellow pants because God provided for the people that he sent. He sent Freddie to baptize and to teach and he provided for him, in this case, some awesome yellow pants. Now many of you might not go all over the country, but I think in these chairs we probably have a few future missionaries who might dedicate their lives actually to this kind of stuff, to baptizing and teaching uh, about Jesus so that more people can come to know him. There are plenty of people in these pews who might hike up their yellow pants and follow Freddie so that more people would know about this Jesus that we serve who, who frees us from sin, who frees us from death. And how blessed you would be as parents if that was your children. I think one thing that we fail to understand sometimes is we, we think about the idea of our children being in countries far away and serving Jesus, and we think about the separation that would, that would cause. But if, you're, if your children grow up to be pastors and church workers and missionaries, they will have hundreds or thousands of people praying for them every single day. And what a blessing that would be for them and for their families. That could be a possibility in our future, right? And Jesus looks at these apostles, which are really the, the future is going to be pastors and missionaries and, and those people that go support that mission. Now you recognize that I'm probably the one who baptizes on Sunday or one of the other pastors and we're also the ones who teach. But when Jesus says, go make disciples, he's not just talking to pastors. This is the goal of the entire church that all of us are to be making disciples. Maybe in the little bit of authority we have in our own household or in our own lives or being the Christians in our workplace, we have the opportunity and the authority to make disciples because Jesus has an authority even over us. And that might look different for different people. It might look like becoming a missionary or it might just look like inviting somebody you know who's close to you to come to church with you. It might just look like sharing the story of what Jesus has done in your life. But you have an opportunity to be a part of the big thing that Jesus is doing and go make disciples. And finally, I want to make sure we hear this last part of the passage. Let's go to the last verse as Jesus says these words. These are the last words in the entire book of Matthew. He says, behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. This is important for us because Jesus, who has that authority over sin, the devil, and death, is with you and he is working for you. So that even if you look back and see all of the times that I could have shared, with Jesus, shared about Jesus with this neighbor here, but I was just a little bit too scared. Or, I know that this neighbor needs to know Jesus, but I'm just a little too busy to, to, to offer to go to church with them. Jesus forgives those. He is with us to deliver that forgiveness, to renew us, and to send us back out into this world to accomplish the task that he has for us that we get to participate in 
going and making disciples. Not so that we can go back to Jesus and tell him how great of a job we did, but so that we can see him working in our lives in an even bigger and fuller way. This is that gospel truth that Jesus went up into heaven. He sits at the right hand of the Father. We confess it every Sunday. But he does it so that he can be with you always. Jesus sends you to go and make disciples. He sends you to be a part of his mission. And he goes with you with his grace and his all-consuming power that protects you and brings you ultimately to eternity with him. Now, I know that we articulate this and we experience going and making disciples in a lot of different ways, but I want to challenge every one of you. So this is parents, kids, grandparents. I want to challenge every one of you to make a little step to making disciples this week. We're getting close to Christmas, and sometime in this holiday season, there are a lot of opportunities to worship. Invite one of your friends to come to church with you. Invite them to hear about Jesus with you, and maybe, just maybe, Jesus will do some amazing things and start some amazing spiritual conversations through that. Because he doesn't send you alone, but he goes with you every step of the way. Amen.